On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 104 for the 8th of April, 2009. Well, how are you doing, James? I'm most fine, and it's a long time since we've snuggled up on the couch, isn't it? It is. It's, it's been a while. It's been way too long. It has, yeah. But uh, no, that's uh, geography for you. And, yeah, uh, we were all in schedules. the wrong place at the wrong time in the mm. wrong time zone, and yeah. All sorts of problems. But <laughs> here we are, at last. Exactly. Pre- and uh, Pre-Easter special. Pre-Easter special. We're going to chat about what's happening in the world on of the broadcast couch. and yeah. entertainment technology news. Indeedy. And uh, we're going to cover what's happening in the way of business news, technology news. Um, content delivery, bit of mobile stuff, and gaming. And quite an action-packed set of stuff since we've um, uh, only just kind of put together news. So some of it's new, some of it's not so new, but uh, it's all there. So it's all interesting. You're talking about the cable show. You've been to yeah, the NCTA? So it was uh, NCTA cable show in uh, sunny Washington, D.C., uh-huh. Which uh, I've never been to Washington before. I didn't actually get much of a chance to look around, unfortunately. But um, very nice town, lots of lovely people, and and it was very interesting to see what was happening in the cable industry. It was quite a busy show. Uh, I heard. I heard attendance was up, which was unusual. Yeah, oh, really? That's that's interesting. It seemed hmm. it didn't seem. It had a few um, buzzy kind of moments, but uh, I guess the focus at NCTA is actually on on the conference side of things, right? Uh, and <clears throat> the the actual exhibition is kind of a. Well, you go to the exhibition when you're not, not at the conference, conference side right, of things. Okay. So, yeah. so uh, you know, and I, I think that's fair enough because people put a lot of time and effort into getting their uh, presentations ready for the conference. So it's good that good that people mm. are actually attending that. But it was interesting to see what the themes were from uh, from a cable perspective because I'm still learning about what's happening in the world of cable versus because right. most of my experience has been in, in the satellite world. To be right. fair, mm-hmm. uh, and it does seem that. Um, People are settling on the idea of using uh, ETV or eBIF as, as their kind yeah, of... Yeah, we talked about the eBIF stuff, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, way of getting applications out and uh, uh, still a lot of, you know, the, the emphasis on still getting content to people and focusing everything on, on getting content out. So, and seeing a few of the kind of big names in, in US cable getting into interactive applications like Stars, who were mm-hmm. doing a demonstration of a, a little app. And, and I think this is good. It's, you know, they seem to have taken the learnings from the other... Uh, other I'm not places sure in the world. Is a real word, Ian. Uh, taking the learn uh, their things they have um, learned, <laughs> <laughs> taking things they've learned, and uh, and applying it in a way which means that, um, uh, for example, the Stars app that they were showing was was mm. simple. It it actually added value to the customer because Stars is a, a channel or set mm. of channels actually it's like an available. HBO kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like that, yeah. And uh, but so one of the interesting things that I didn't realize is that there's actually quite a lot of VOD content available from Stars. Right. Um, but one of the problems that uh, people find is they might be watching something at the time on the live, you know, the streaming channel, mm-hmm. but. Um, how do they go about actually getting that same program on VOD or get it in HD if they if it's it is like available in HD? Or whatever. They're not yeah. aware of that. Yeah. Exactly. So this little app pops up and you can say you can watch the same program from the start. Basically, it gets streamed to you via VOD. Okay. Or you can uh, watch it again in HD if you uh, obviously have that sort of sort of subscription. So mm-hmm. it's a way of adding value to the you know getting more 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 opportunities to provide. 
better service to the customer as well as actually uh, allowing them to get more money over time, which is great. And this is that was a trial or it's live or what's the... No, they're demonstrating it, so I presume it's going live later on this year. Mm. Um, uh, I think but quite a lot of back office required there to actually direct, make the link work. Yeah, on, exactly. Which could be quite complex on everything exactly. in the network. Yeah. And that's one of those things that uh, the, the actual, the, the simplicity of the app was, uh, I hid well the complexity of the infrastructure <laughs> required to actually make a, yeah. you know, a VOD session that matched the exact program that was operating at the time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so making sure it's precise for that user and, oh, sounds like a real... Exactly. Um, it would be quite a, quite a technological challenge. Yeah, because normally yeah. VOD sessions are made when you ask for them rather than... Anyway, that'll be interesting yeah, to see exactly. how that works. Um, I learned a bit more this week about... Uh, have you ever heard of Ginga? No, what's Ginga? Ginga is the uh, interactive environment for the digital terrestrial services now launching in Brazil. Wow. So what do you do with Ginga? Is it a programming language or yeah, environmental? You know, you thought OCAP, or what's not called OCAP anymore, True Two Way was a superset. It looks like Ginga is a right. super superset. <laughs> right. Of everything that could possibly happen. They've added in <laughs> some new I think they've added in their own kind of EBIF like thing, which I think is right. called NCP. Nothing to do with uh-huh. the car park here in the UK. Um <laughs> and also uh-huh. they're using some uh, super skinny scripting stuff uh, Lua I think um, right. stuff like that. so uh, yeah interesting watch watch out for Ginga I don't know if it's pronounced Ginga or Ginga um, but that's supposed hmm. to be an you know, open source middleware oh, really? for Brazil because Brazil's quite hot on all the open right. source stuff the government uses you know uh, open office wow. and there's no Microsoft here everywhere wow, okay. and, you know that kind of stuff anyway interesting. Um, maybe that's is that technology well we can shuffle along into um, technology quite rapidly hmm. yes um so I don't know. I didn't see this, but um, B Sky B in the UK satellite broadcaster did a, I guess a live trial broadcasting a Keen concert in yeah, 3D. which is pretty cool. They're actually doing um, it live. It wasn't recorded and post processed. Yeah. It was actually uh, broadcast live to a small audience. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, essentially this is just anaglyptic, so it's that you'd have to wear the specs right. to watch it. Um, and I don't know if they put put um, specs in their magazine they send out to the punters every month. No, I think it was to a limited um, audience. So, well, they could, you'd yeah. see it over the internet, but you needed you needed red and green specs, which that uh, that's never a lot of fun. But well, presumably it was the same. You'd need the same for. Um, I think the main thing was they were doing it end to end, so they were yep. actually filming yep. it in three D and just seeing. You know, they were just seeing operationally if yeah. there were any issues that they didn't know about. Yeah, it's so. interesting. That, that'd be actually quite um, hard to do all the, the mix, vision mixing in three D. Yeah. Well, I guess there needs to be a box which is at some point is converting the two the two camera feeds mm. into one. Yeah, that's it? true. But so it's probably more to see how it works. Mm, but, that's very uh, interesting. Or perhaps that's we're doing a three D ready Hyundai TV. So maybe that's the one of the ones with the polarized filters. Ah, so, right. Um, not everyone could actually see. Yeah, it. it sounds like a nice TV. Anyway, no, that's cool. I think it's a lot closer than people think. 3D. Yeah. Um, and I've certainly seen some good three D demos, but it hasn't been with. Seen some with rugby actually. It didn't, that didn't look too yeah. bad, but it was a far smaller screen. Other than that, it's kind of fish tank stuff, which is a bit <laughs> dull. But um, we shall see. Um, the other cool thing I saw is this. Um, I don't know if it's cool. It lo- looks almost like an April Fool's joke, mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh, Philips ultra wide movie format. And it's TV. funny actually because uh, when you look at it's a twenty one by nine TV. When you compare it by sixteen by nine, the sixteen by nine looks looks basically square by comparison. <laughs> it does, it does, and it's um, it it just looks um, long, yes. bizarre. I mean, it's it's super <laughs> it letterbox, is. isn't it? Um, and apparently, there was some stats on this that apparently before um, nineteen seventy, mm-hmm. 
all mm. films were essentially filmed 69 came out because they actually on the film they actually recorded the audio as well oh i see so that's what so if you look at 16 by 9 we've got a picture in front of us here of 16 by Uh 9 and 21 by 9 if you were to sort of line Uh them up on the left edge the strip that you can't see on the 16 by 9 had the audio information but since 1970 all the audio has been recorded separately digitally so in fact they've been shot in 21 by 9 okay so um, that's Phillips' <laughs> argument. Anyway. Well, it certainly looks fabulous, and, and you can. I mean, we. Mm. we um, I don't know why, but widescreen things tend to look better. Maybe because our eyes are horizontal as opposed to vertical. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be it. <laughs> that's a new theory. I think you should do a PhD on that. It's because our eyes are side by side. I'll be thinking that deeply on that yeah. one. That <laughs> looks like a great telly, but it's only yes. it's only four thousand dollars. So. Might have to save up for Unless that Unless you're watching regular 4x3 when it must look <laughs> it fairly really squish. indeed. You thought you looked fat on 16 by 9 Just you wait till you see you how fat you look on 21 exactly. by 9 um, We shall see. Um, so, but that's quite interesting. I, it'd be interesting to see if ultra-wide TVs mm. take off. Mm. I'm not sure they will, but uh, look in the show notes if you want to see a Fantastic. bit more about that. Um, and if you've got one, which I doubt you have, because I don't think they're coming out for quite a while, know. Um, let us know as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. Fabulous. Um, so, uh, under content delivery, we've uh, seen some right. interesting uh, changes in iTunes. Yeah, uh, and they've actually launched this um, in the UK as right. of today, I think, in fact. So, you can now, um, they've done multi pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've even seen the first uh, widget someone's written so you can compare with an Apple script that runs on Macs, sorry, PC yep. users, um, where if you see a tune you like, you can run an Apple script and it'll see if it's cheaper or not. Oh, really? <laughs> um, because with this multi-pricing, you're never quite right. sure where to get the content and it's all 256K. Um, I think it's MP3s on Amazon, but it's AAC yep. on... But it's all on, uh, unencrypted iTunes. now, isn't it? It's all... So that's, yeah. uh, that's yeah. a big change. Um, although some people have been whinging that stuff they bought originally encrypted they can't make it DRM free and it's no yeah. longer in the catalogue. <laughs> I do so think it's funny that in the, in the kind of blurb from Apple it says, and of course, iTunes Plus Music is always DRM free. Well, it's only always DRM free as of the last five minutes, guys. You know, it's, come on. <laughs> well, you know, but it's a, it's, it shows, yeah, you know, that's, that's, what's, that's what's going on. I also on heard there. that it's free. Um, the, 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 the pricing tiers are 69 cents, 99 cents and $1.29. Um, yeah. But it's actually very hard to find any content whatsoever at 69 cents. It seems like Apple's given the yeah. uh, pricing schedule to uh, the record companies and, and pretty much none of them have gone, no, nah, I'll go for 69 cents. Yeah, I mean, I think all the latest stuff is 129 yeah. as far as I can see. But then similarly, this is one of the examples here is 129 but it's actually 99 cents on Amazon. The same yeah, stuff. and in fact, Amazon so, have put on a sale to try and on there. Uh, take advantage of the fact that they'd be even cheaper than Apple. Hmm. And Apple, I mean, Apple's doing quite a few promotions on the video side. They're doing 99 pence movies, I guess they're 99 cents mm-hmm. movies in the US. Um, so, you know, the, the competition's spotting up. It's we good. like it. We like it. Um, now, it's content delivery. You've got a little story here about content theft. Yeah, What's so uh, there's been a big, big fuss at the moment about the, the new Wolverine movie, which got leaked onto BitTorrent mm-hmm. and hence the entire universe uh, of. Uh, well, I mean, surely, uh, presumably leaked onto BitTorrent before it's yes, actually before it's released. released. And it's actually, it was actually a pre-release, so uh, it wasn't even the final version of the film, but, uh, I don't know, some sort of pre-edit copy or something like that? 
pre-final. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I've seen dodgy DVDs, obviously, at friends' <laughs> yep. houses, um, which have, uh, you know, they, they say not mm-hmm. for distribution. This is a review yep. copy only. So isn't that just the same? Well, it's even before it's the point of giving, giving, it hasn't even been given to someone for review. It's like before it's even actually uh, come out of the studio. So I'm guessing it's a perfect uh, digital copy. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're saying. It's not a... Well, you never know, That's to true. be honest, do you? I mean, is it a perfect digital copy or is it just, you know, an analog? <laughs> to be fair, else? I haven't actually, uh, I haven't downloaded it to have a look, but yeah. uh, there's been a few ramifications from that. One of the, uh, there's been a, a journalist from, I can't remember which paper or online mag it was now, but he's got sacked because he posted a review about the, the movie based on the fact that he watched the pirated <laughs> copy. Oh! <laughs> Ah, and apparently there should be help by forensic marks embedded yeah, in the release. Well, maybe. Whatever that maybe means. we'll track them down. But I mean, that, that only helps you know where the yeah, horse has gone the off his run away. Yeah, as opposed like, to what happened, on, what happened next. Hmm. You can, I guess you can close the door next time. <laughs> well, at least you know who so. did it the first time. Uh, and there yeah. was actually some, um, uh, an idea that the FBI had raided a, a data center in Dallas and taken a whole ton of servers um, because of this. But in fact, it turned out to be some sort of um, VoIP scam, not actually the Wolverine leak. So, yeah, <laughs> a different scam. Everyone got excited so, there for fine. So, uh, yeah. Um, what else is going on in the uh, the world? Um, mobile, a couple of bits which I'm going to mm-hmm. sneak in here. Uh, since we did the last podcast, both DirecTV and Sky, in, who are satellite guys in the UK, have both launched iPhone apps oh, right. themselves. Native ones. Uh, both of which allow you to view mm-hmm. the schedules and look a bit like their existing right. guides and can also book um, book viewing on your, cool. your PDR. So, uh, and I think they're both, they're both free. Oh, nice. So, um, it's funny reading the reviews on the Sky one. And there's another guy who's had this one, an app called TV Plus yeah, out for I've a while. And he's charging for it. And he said, oh, this, this app's rubbish. You want to use TV Plus. <laughs> and it's better. the guy that put out TV Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. Or yes, one of his exactly. munchkins. That's the, uh, well, that's great, though. That um, means you can... Because that would be very handy if you knew something was... If you've gotten to record it, you'd find it. And you can set your DVD to record yeah, it. That's yeah. very cool. Um, um, so that's quite cool. Um, I don't, what other apps? I've, oh, Skype's come out yeah, on the iPhone as well. It's cool. So I haven't tried the voice um, capabilities of it yet, but I've you know the chat seems to work and it got your contacts in it and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it does seem to uh, does seem to work. Um, so that's quite cool. Uh, Babel Gum got an iPhone. Yeah, I had a go well. with uh, Juiced um, actually. No, was it Juiced or was it Babel Gum? One of the two. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, it's actually got a cool interface because it looks like. Someone dumped a whole copy of uh, a whole bunch of like photos on a desktop, and you can use your fingers to kind of right. move them around and make them bigger and start playing them. So it's actually oh, a nice okay. way of oh, here's a bunch of content instead of it just being you know a whole bunch of lined up. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. Around, you move them around, around twist them around. It's it's actually a funky interface. I don't think that's the basic one. Must then. <laughs> it's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, I have to check that one out. Um, also. Rim mm-hmm. or the old Blackberry Boys have opened up um, their store. They have, and, uh, uh, and and you know, I haven't had a look at this. I've I've got a um, got a Blackberry uh-huh. every now and again, but it's a locked up corporate network. Uh-huh. Not allowed to download anything. Okay, so, there we go. Interesting. I had um, some feedback from one of our listeners, Tracy, who said that uh, this is all very cool, except that the minimum price is actually three dollars. What yeah, is that and they, about? They're upping the percentage. <laughs> they've got a different. It's like not the Apple Store. They're doing it a bit different. So Rim's offering eighty percent to developers, but they've got to charge at least three, 
It's either free, is it free or three twenty nine? That's ridiculous. Because I mean, the, one of the joys of Apple's um, iTunes App Store is for fifty nine pence. Why not? Like, how bad can it mm. be? You know, <laughs> and uh, and often they're not that bad at all. It's actually quite good. But for three yeah. three bucks, well, you need to. But there's also quite a few scams there where it's you know basically someone providing yeah, links no, to open source stuff. Bit, uh, a bit dodgy. Uh, and then you go, hang on, this is just a uh, an app which provides links to stuff. <laughs> Why am I paying for it? it into his yeah. own little file system. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But, I don't know. I think... Um, um, caveat emptor, I suppose. Yeah. Read the reviews. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Read the reviews. But, you know, I guess it's another one of the Me Too stores. I think the, the Nokia OV mm-hmm. store has started yep. doing a bit more. Um, I guess as a, as a kind of segue mm. to gaming, I also fired uh-huh. up my Wii the other day and there's video playing out on wow. the Wii now. Yeah, lots of um, if you go into the Wii, the Wii, the Nintendo store, they can or something, download you it. can see videos of like you don't have to download it; it just streams. It's oh, like cool. streaming video. So you um, actually you, you purchase um, it for the store and then you can stream it straight away. Is that right? No, it's it's one of their content channels. That's cool. Um, they've added a, a software update recently where you can now manage content onto your SD cards, uh-huh. so you can put games and things onto SD right. cards, which obviously helps the pirate people if there were any, I guess. Um, well, it also means that, I mean, the storage yeah, can, in the actual Wii isn't very much, it, so it's nice if you can actually no, have some space to put, put play things places. Some built-in stuff, yeah. but um, yeah, you can watch streaming video. Uh, yes, it's not very good quality. Um, it's not even, I guess it does go full screen, but, you know, have a look at it. It's kind of game yeah, reviews and stuff like that and interviews with the oh, developer okay, of the Wii right. Fit and things like that. So, um, well, I'm going I'm to have but, to crank yeah. up my Wii. I haven't... Uh, haven't yeah. <laughs> done anything with it for a little while. Crank it up. <laughs> get it out. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be doing a bit of that over the weekend. We shall see. Um, the other news, which is it's pretty kind of old now, is the, the PlayStation 2 has um, dropped its price. Like $100. That's, that's amazingly cheap. Yeah. Which, which is, um, which cons- compared to the now the DSi, mm-hmm. is the DSi is a lot more expensive. <laughs> yes. But obviously, it's portable. Slight yep. difference there. Yep. Um, and the PS2 was cheap. Anyway, it was cheap. It was, really. it was never more than like $130 or something from what I can yeah. remember. But now it's $99. It's, but surely everyone in the yeah, universe I mean, I, that ever actually wanted a PS2 has one by now, surely. But now it's almost like. Maybe you need two. With a game bundle. It's like if you're going to buy Rock Band, <laughs> you just well, buy just another PS2. Buy a yeah. PS2. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you buy them for different locations. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, one for the house, one for the shed. Yeah, uh, one for the uh, bathroom, yep. you know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. And you can use it as a media center to some degree as well. And okay, can play CDs, can it, and DVDs. Can play, can play, that was a whole thing. Yeah. I think it could play DVDs, so. Yeah, mm. exactly. Um, not so many firmware upgrades. It, it can go online as well. It's got Ethernet. Yeah, right. uh, it won't do, it can't do HD. Yeah, a, it's, all, it's all standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah at all. Um, then neither can the Wii. So but, hey. and, and I think still the largest game catalogue out there. Oh, absolutely. Well, so. And still popular games. Um, yeah. Amazing. So it's cool. So the other one that's... I haven't fired mine up for a while. I must get... I've lent mine to my brother with my uh, my two... Guitar <laughs> and you've never seen actually. it again. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. I must ask to make sure he hasn't eBay. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so the, the uh, Nintendo DSi has come out. So it's a new revision of their DS dual screen mm-hmm. portable console and uh doesn't seem a lot different couple of cameras some audio capabilities abilities more expensive more expensive but again it's got its own little store that you can get online and download games mm. so i guess that's um that seems to be where everything's heading i mean we're seeing this theme here with everything from uh blackberries to 
Nintendo DSIs, being yeah. able to download apps and, and pay for it online. Yeah. Well, with the points. Yeah, you've got to have, have, gotta have points. points. I mean, I, I bought a, a snowboarding game for playing with my Wii Fit, but it was pretty difficult to use, to be honest. Yeah, maybe it was your um, snowboarding game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like balance board, nunchuck, oh my and right, so to be very cool at the same right. time. And the instructions were rubbish. It wasn't a particularly good ah, interface. Okay. It was basically someone had done a port oh, of the dear. game pretty rapidly onto it. I mean, it was only, I don't know, 500 Wii points or whatever, which I can't right. remember how much they were. It was cheap for a reason, okay. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't bad, hmm. you know, as an experience. It's funny, good. I installed, uh, well, I bought a copy of Fear 2 that we uh, were talking about a little while uh-huh. ago because I enjoyed playing Fear, well, the original one. And uh, it's part of the Steam network, so as soon as you kind of install uh, Fear, you get all the Steam uh, options to buy new games. And there's quite a lot of games there. They're actually right. quite good games. They're only like $5 and you can get everything mm-hmm. up to Grand Theft Auto, the latest version, for like 25 sorry, 25 pounds. Uh, so it's all pretty right. reasonable considering um, you can just buy it, download it, and away you go. There's that old PayPal link to stuff. Uh, you I think you have to open, open an or... account and put your credit card in, but uh, it's all pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everywhere we go here, we're seeing kind of online stores, the ability to download content directly by paying for it, um, and less and less Cut physical out the media. Man, close down the retail yeah. outlets. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. indeed. And yeah. another example of where we're looking at things changing in the industry, uh, there's a company called OnLive who have been de- basically developing some sort of video encryption <laughs> mechanism that allows them to reduce the latency because normally... Video encryption is. Well, I don't think it's encryption; it's compression. I mean, Sorry, you're the, the right. People have been compression, saying, absolutely. Been yeah, saying they're going to be doing this for a while. Is like Game Cluster was right. one. There was another one, like Peach Networks. But these guys are claiming to be able to do kind of Twitch stuff. And and there was always the issue here is yes, you could do this, but if anyone needs to like do a first person shooter and you've got to like shoot people, mm-hmm. you've got to you've got to hit them and the response rate has to be, you know, sub half a second. So basically, as I understand it, they generate all the actual video of what you see on the screen at a, like a main head end and basically transmit the actual what you see on the screen to your computer. It's like gaming on demand. It's a game on demand channel. Because that that would be Uh, be very cool though. Yeah, but there's latency things. I mean, you've got to have a special controller as well because like infrared controllers aren't fast enough uh-huh. and it takes you know quarter of a second between you pressing yep. the button to it getting yep. you know to the device because all the electronics has to wake uh-huh. up and stuff so you've got to have a special control control fast computer or um, to be able to decrypt it in time you know they're also building a network of servers close to where the games right. are so it only kind of works there's an example i think in the in the notes about trying it in australia and you could kind of watch it right but you, really you want to play, play. Right. so they have a server one on the east coast and west coast <laughs> okay so you need distributed um, infrastructure to, get, to be able to do it but uh well your ping time needs yeah. to come right down as well but i mean if you, um, you could actually get this working that could be really cool because i mean you could make a game available to millions of people immediately without them having to download it without them having to purchase it they well, just that's, I mean, that's it. the kind of the idea and they're saying you, know, you don't need a console anymore you can just do it yeah. online and, the, and the, the, this, the idea there would be that the actual back end could scale because as you get more powerful you know graphics supercomputers at the back end it's only yeah, everyone would have access to it immediately they wouldn't have to up, physically upgrade their capabilities at all Although the resolution is still an issue, you've got to still be able to get, you know, 4 megabits per second for HD. Wow, that's not easy, is it? I mean, 4 meg is still a fair whack for... 
Oh yeah, I mean, well, it is. I, I'm still not sure that you know, even in the US, people are getting yeah. that kind of download speed. And and you know, again, you've got to cut a deal probably there with your ISP because yep. otherwise they'll yep. weight shape yep. it. Yep. And, uh, and that's a lot of lot of uh, a lot of bytes mm. going down the wire. Interestingly enough, Australia's yeah. uh, government's just announced that they've and they're not happy enough with any of the private proposals for a national broadband network. So they're creating a company, a government <laughs> company, to do it themselves. Um, so. But they're already doing the firewall thing, aren't they? Oh, so no, they, they can well. that. They can that. Too hard. Yep. Have they? Okay. Uh, so that means in within eight years, every 90, 90% of the households in Australia will have 100 megabits to the home. Uh, so Shared. <laughs> well, 100 megabits <laughs> to the home. Where, what happens at the back hall? Who knows? But that's, that's not a bad start. No, it's... Yeah, it's going to be an open infrastructure, so the government provides that, and then presumably you can you, you know you layer internet or other services on top of that, so... That's not bad. Mm. Maybe uh, they'll be able to do some pretty funky gaming video transmission things. And they've there. got money to do that, have they? Well, <laughs> it's called fiscal stimulus these days. <laughs> yeah, right, yes, investment in infrastructure projects. Exactly. There we go. Exactly. Mm. Um, and have you bought any gadgets recently? I was just saying before we went on air that um, I bought one of these Wi-Fi photo frames, which is now... That sounds very cool. Sub 40 pounds. Yeah, that's so cheap. Um, to actually get Wi-Fi yeah, and the screen and the whole thing running... And being yeah. able to retail it at retail levels for that cost is incredible. Well, it is. Uh, this is supported by British Telecom, but it doesn't seem to be t- particularly well integrated. Oh, okay. uh, and there's already the, the hacker community is trying to see what else they can do with it because it doesn't do much more than play music. Right. Um, can you, you can put photos on it. <laughs> well, just play music and, and do and show <laughs> yeah. photos and picks up Flickr Oh, feeds Flickr feeds would be like cool. That. That'd be great. But you can, that's just, um, I think it's just media RSS, uh-huh. so you can spoof that and just put in any old media but RSS. And there's a, a cool website I found called, um, it's like Frame, um, Frame Gen or something. I should probably find out what it is. <laughs> we'll put it in the notes, that's all right. Uh, but that basically enables you to put all sorts of stuff on your um, photo uh-huh. frame. It's compatible with lots of different photo frames. Um, like the, we talked about the chumpy mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. before. So it's like a, but basically your, your photo frame can put stock quotes, weather, news, all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. up on it. Um, as well as photos. And people can email you photos as well. Oh, very so, neat. Uh, and they'll just appear on that's your phone. That's very cool. I mean, there was a service like that uh, a few years ago, but you know, the actual cost was like hundreds of dollars and you had a subscription fee and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So this is like, you know, almost giveaway technology prices. It's got to be below cost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, not almost Pretty close, below cost, it, yeah. cost it must be. Um, so, yeah, could be seeing my... Uh, my parents getting a but they can see my holidays fantastic next, maybe. we'll see how it goes I've been uh, I've been addicted to the little flight control game on the on the iPhone actually that's takes up uh-huh. oh the X-Plane one yeah, this or? is called flight controls you actually try to land planes onto a runway and try to divert them from crashing into each other and stuff it's quite fun so oh, it's right. very addictive I heard X-Plane has been ported to the iPhone and X-Plane is a real sort of oh, like an actual flight simulator oh cool yeah yeah proper wow. planes proper models wow nice all this kind of stuff um, so you can you can do real, real very plans. cool, so very cool. Well, I think um, it probably wraps us up for this week. I think it does. Excellent. Well, um, thank you very much, listeners. Do keep coming along. Send yep. us that feedback. Feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. But uh, I guess it's goodbye from me, James, and goodbye from me, and cheers. Bye.